Welcome to Always Abounding. This podcast will encourage you as a believer to continue on and always abound in the work of the Lord. Now your host, Keith Stensis. Welcome once again to our podcast, Always Abounding. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And as you know, this program is all about encouraging you to always abound. Don't, don't stay average. Don't back up. Uh, don't sit by... Uh, sit to the side and let everybody else uh, do the work, but uh, this is a time now more than ever that we need to get busy in the cause of Jesus Christ. We need to get busy in the work of the Lord. And as the verse says, always abound in the work of the Lord. And uh, in this life, we may not get recognition. Uh, In this life, we may not get reward, uh, but the Bible says your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And what a great encouragement that is to me. And uh, just to bring you a little bit of an update on what's happening here in Uganda, uh, this last week we did not go to the village as we normally do. Uh, we've, I've been telling you about all the different villages and the pastors we've been meeting. Uh, but this last Sunday, as you know, was Easter. And uh, because of the Easter celebration, uh, each church is kind of doing their own thing. And uh, as they're doing their own thing, I did not want to disturb them. And uh, so we just stayed here in our town church and uh, were involved in the service here at Masaka Independent Baptist Church here in town. Um, I began thinking about what to talk about this week and, and how to encourage you to always abound in the work of the Lord. and. As I was thinking about being here in town this week and being in our church, I, I began thinking uh, about our pastor here at Masaka Independent Baptist Church. Uh, his name is Pastor Paul Serenjoji. And, uh, and I began thinking, the Lord just began to impress upon my heart to introduce you to him because I believe that uh, Pastor Paul is a man who is a, a good example of what it means to always abound in the work of the Lord. If, if anyone had any excuses to back up, if anyone has any excuses to let everybody else do the work, uh, I believe it would be Pastor Paul. Uh, but this man has a love for the Lord, has a love for the ministry, has a love for the Word of God, has a love for the church, and, uh, and I'm excited uh, today in this podcast, and, and this is going to be the first of two podcasts as we uh, as I introduce you to Pastor Paul Serenjoji, and uh, just to give you a, uh, an update of what God's doing in his life and how God is using him uh, in the ministry. And so, Pastor Paul, thank you so much for joining with us in this, in this podcast, and uh, let me just first of all just ask you how how things are going in your life? How's your family doing? Uh, my family is doing great, and I'm so grateful for uh, this opportunity of sharing my testimony with you guys. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, Pastor Paul, you are one of the original 
members of our church. Yes, when sir. we when we came to Uganda, we, mm. we came to Uganda in 1996. Mm. Uh, we came to Masaka in 1997. Yeah. And I believe it was in 1997 yeah. that I met you for the first time. Sure. Uh, the truth is someone preached the gospel to me and uh, I got sa saved in 1997. And uh, from there, I joined that church. I started fellowshipping mm -hmm. uh, from that church. And I'm so grateful for the way uh, God has worked upon my life, attending the Sunday school as a young child. I got saved when I'm uh, 11 years old. Mm -hmm. I was still young. I was still a small man. And I remember Pastor Keith uh, Stensas carrying me at his back when it is raining. And I was a very small man. I was portable. Uh, but uh, I thank God for that. So I grew up uh, when I'm um, trained in the Word of God, growing up, Sunday schools. And uh, then I thank God I reached a point that uh, I had to attend uh, the Bible college as mm -hmm. I was growing up. And then I'm so grateful, I can't forget, in 2014, I was graduated from yes, the Bible from college. Bible college. So I'm so grateful for and that. And how many years was the Bible college? Uh, the years I spent in the Bible college, they were four years. Four years. Training yes. uh, through the Bible. And um, I'm so grateful for that knowledge that Amen. I was given uh, by the church leadership. Amen. Yeah. Now, after you, so you were, you were saved in mm. 1997. Yes. And uh, you started coming to church. Yeah. Um, you became involved in the Sunday school ministries. Sure. And then when you got old enough, you were yeah. able to join uh, the college now. Sure. If I remember right, yeah. were you weren't you attending Bible college even while you were in secondary school? Uh, yes, uh, you were very right to remind me about that. I was even attending the services while I'm still in primary. Then mm -hmm. I reached uh, the secondary level, and I'm in the Bible college, mm -hmm. and I'm also I'm also at school. So. Yes. It was a blessing for me to continue learning the Word of God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, I remember, Pastor Paul, one time uh, in, in Uganda, for those of you who do not know Uganda, the geography of Uganda, we are right next to Lake Victoria, which is the second largest freshwater yeah. lake in the world. That's right. And in the lake mm -hmm. are a group of islands called mm -hmm. the uh, Sese Islands. Sure. And I remember one time when I was on a furlough, mm. um, you had the opportunity of meeting a man mm. uh, there in on the island. Sure. Um, tell me how you met him and, and, and how that began a ministry to the islands. Uh, number one, uh, I thank God for the opportunity of the Word of Life Radio uh, because uh, it goes far, it goes far deep in the islands. And uh, there is a certain group of believers somewhere in the islands that uh, we are listening to the radio and uh, their hearts were touched and their leader was very touched. So he came looking for the truth of the word of God from our church in Masaka, Independent Baptist Church. And then he found out uh, by coming that I'm the man that he has to work with so that his church can receive the same truth. Mm. So that's how I started going to the islands and share the gospel with these guys yeah. and I saw God saving the souls and I saw these people being baptized and I'm discipling and I'm teaching these people and they are growing up. Amen. So I'm so grateful Amen. for that. 
I remember um, not in the house I'm living in now, but in a previous house, I remember sitting down with you mm. and uh, you were telling me about that ministry sure. and it was a brand new ministry. Sure. I wasn't sure what direction <laughs> it was going to go. That's right. But uh, so you, when, when, what year was that? Do you remember what year that was? Uh, for sure, there are some, there are many years back. It's been about, what, 12 years? Kind of. Yeah, Should about 12, 12 years, years ago. Yeah. That, and so you've been going out there faithfully, mm. uh, ministering and discipling, helping those people. People. Yeah, sure. Um, I thank God once again for uh, my church to support me. Uh, they supported me financially so that I can be able to go to those islands uh, twice a month and preach the gospel. Mm. And uh, for sure, I thank God for his provision through that church. So I started going and I'm still going there. And I'm so thankful for God to give me that opportunity to serve him. Amen. Yeah. Now, um, as you're going to the islands, there is a the, the place which you go mm. to get the ferry mm. to cross over to the islands is mm. a place called Bukakata. Yes. And uh, several years ago, mm. I think maybe four years ago, yes. um, four years ago, we had a man by the name of Gava Mukulia. That's right. And another man by the name of Wycliffe mm. who came to our church here in Masaka. Mm kind of the same situation. They had yeah. heard about the radio, sure. they had heard what was going on, and they sure. they wanted to come. Mm. And we found out that actually they were pastoring mm. a Pentecostal church. That's right. But they heard the truth and they said, we haven't heard these things before. Sure. Um, now, when I found out they were from Bukakata, mm. and I knew that you passed by there all the time, sure. I kind of referred them to you. That's right. And uh, so tell us how that, situation got started and how you began that ministry there in Bukakata. Uh, for sure, it's amazing how God does things. Uh, when these people heard our radio, uh, they were interested in the truth, uh, wondering uh, what kind of words are these from the Word of God. So they came and uh, they were referred to me and uh, we met and sat down and talked. And then I gave them a schedule of how I would be going there. Uh, but it's amazing, my visiting them and preaching the gospel to them, including their so-called pastors mm -hmm. they got saved and they were baptized from our church yes. and uh, that gave me joy and i saw more members uh, coming to receive christ and they were baptized there at the lake mm -hmm. and uh, so this ministry is growing and uh, it's amazing how god does his work he opened another ministry uh, something like four months back and then we have another preaching point mm -hmm. there uh, so so now we have two churches yes. standing and preaching the truth so Amen. I really thank God for that opportunity also. Amen. Yeah. Now, uh, two years ago, yeah. uh, I believe it was in the month of December. December. Um, you had the opportunity of getting married. Sure. Tell us about that. Um, I had an opportunity through preaching the gospel, meeting uh, some people, uh, purposely to preach the gospel to them in the islands, and in Kalangala town, and. Uh, I, among those people I met, I met this lady and I preached the gospel, they got saved and through communication and discipling them, at the first time I had no any reasons but as time went on, as God you know, spoke to my heart and laid a burden in my heart to be uh, with this lady. So mm -hmm. um, we agreed about getting married to each other and then I introduced this lady mm -hmm. in my church, Massacre Independent, mm -hmm. on the on December mm -hmm. uh, 25th, tw 2018. Yes. And then in uh, November, um, 
I remember well, 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, this that's when we are wedded and that's right. We that's got right. a, you know a, the proper marriage and we are we are so happy in our marriage. I thank God for His provision. Amen. Uh, so we are we are so thankful for the Lord. Amen. Uh, yeah. And her name is Elizabeth. Yeah, right? she's called Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great. Man, that is so that is so wonderful. Yeah. And uh, I praise the Lord for that. Yeah. Now. Pastor Paul, yeah. I I remember first meeting you, mm -hmm. and I remember picking you up in my in my car, my mm -hmm. motor car, because mm -hmm. uh, you you lived in a village that was about five kilometers from the church, and mm -hmm. so every Sunday I would go pick you and other mm -hmm. people up there in that village and and bring them to church. And ever since that time, you've mm -hmm. been you've been faithful. Mm -hmm. um, you have uh, been faithful to church. You've mm -hmm. been faithful to the children's ministries. You've mm -hmm. been faithful to Bible college. Mm -hmm. All the while, mm -hmm. uh, getting an education, your primary mm -hmm. education, your secondary education. Mm -hmm. You graduated from Bible college. Mm -hmm. um, you have gotten married. Mm -hmm. You've been involved in the ministry, preaching the gospel on the islands. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you have not only the island ministry, but also the Bukakata ministry. Mm. You've done all of these things, and what our listeners, as they're listening to this interview, mm. what they cannot see mm. is I'm looking at you as someone who cannot walk. That's right. Tell me what happened. Um, according to my mom, or when she gave me some details of my life, uh, she told me that I was born okay. Mm -hmm. Very perfect and okay. Uh, but after five months, I was struck by polio. Mm. And uh, since then, uh, my body was not, you know, working together very well. And I took some good time uh, when she's trying with uh, my family members to help me out. Mm. And then from there, uh, to make the story short, when I grew up, uh, I ended up not to be able to walk. So. Yeah. Uh, but was polio from my childhood mm -hmm. and uh, since that time uh, the truth is I have never walked mm -hmm. until now but um, I don't regret uh, yeah. because I'm the, um, I have an opportunity to serve the Lord and I understand it's all God's plan so that's how so it is. Tell us uh, Pastor Paul yeah. as, you, as you move around yeah. how do you move? I I move around. Um, number one, if I'm around in my, you know, district or a town, I use my bike. God provided, I have a, a three-wheeled bike. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I'm to go in the ministries, I use uh, taxis and border borders, and I go and I do the work of the Lord. And so that's how I travel. Mm -hmm. That's how I travel. So I don't know if you caught this uh, at the beginning of the interview, but Pastor Paul used to say that when he was younger, mm. that uh, that I would carry him on, sure, on my back. Sure, sure. And and I remember uh, when you got baptized, how mm. we had to lift you up into the baptistry and, right. and set you down in. And That's right. Now, listeners, I want you to understand this: that here's a man who has never walked a day in his life, mm. and uh, he's <clears throat> he's never known what it's like to run. He's never known what it's like to play football. Uh, he's, he's, he hasn't had those opportunities. Mm. But here's a man that when he got saved, mm. God changed his life and God put in him a desire to serve God in an amazing way. Mm. And here's a man whose limitations, uh, when I'm around, and I know that Pastor Paul would not mention this, but 
when I'm around Pastor Paul and I see him coming to the church, he has to crawl everywhere he goes on his hands and knees. Mm -hmm. um, when he gets on his bike, he has to have a help to get on the bike. And when he gets in a taxi, he has to have people lift him up into the taxi. And, mm -hmm. and, and you can imagine that this man is going to the islands, ministering to the people on the islands. He, he, he gets up in the morning, he has to crawl to his motorcycle. He has to be lifted up on the motorcycle. He has to be lifted from the motorcycle to the taxi and then onto the ferry and then do it all over again when he gets on the, the main island there. Then he gets carried onto a fishing boat. Mm. And then from that fishing boat, they take him to the island. I want you to understand people that here's a man who will not allow the limitations of life to keep him from serving God. And here, here's a man who is an example of what I've been talking about over and over and over of someone who says, my desire is to always abound mm -hmm. and, and not be satisfied with one ministry, but how can I help another ministry and not be satisfied with that ministry, but let's start another preaching point mm -hmm. uh, from that ministry. And, and, and I just, every time I see Pastor Paul, I see an example of God's grace I see an example of God's strength. Mm -hmm. I see a man who, despite his limitations, is doing everything he can within his power to serve the Lord. And I have seen God bless him. God has brought him a wonderful, beautiful wife and, and, and seeing them two together and, and how God has brought that relationship together is absolutely amazing. Pastor Paul, I want to end this uh, this podcast. What what is the secret mm. here? Here, if if anybody, Pastor mm. Paul, has an excuse mm. to not do the ministry, mm. if anyone has an excuse to sit back and let everybody else do it, mm. you would have that excuse. Mm -hmm. But what is it that drives you? Mm to always abound in the work of the Lord. Uh, thank you so much for that question. I'm so grateful for the gift of salvation. And uh, whenever I think about uh, the way God loved us and he sent his son to die for our sins, I imagine there is nothing we can pay back to the Lord. Hmm. So that drives me. Uh, that's the way I, the, the only way I see that I can appreciate the Lord is by serving him. Hmm. So if I sit down and do nothing for the Lord, I feel like I'm not appreciating yes. what the Lord has done for me. Mm. Number two, when I leave this world, I'm wondering, what am I going to leave behind? Yes. Yeah, let people remember me as the servant of the Lord mm. instead of serving the world and I leave this world and all in vain. So I'm so grateful for that gift. So I'm always driven by that love that mm. God loved us and gave us his son to die for our sins. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I, I have, I try to come up with a title of uh, each of my podcasts and, and I, I could not think of any other title than this than just to simply say, what is your excuse? Mm. Why is it that you are not abounding in the work of the Lord? Mm. Well, uh, this morning I was studying for our upcoming Bible college and so I was studying uh, the book of Hebrews. Mm. And, uh, and it's just amazing to me how that people who God has saved them, He has sacrificed, He has shed His blood, mm. and yet people 
they, it, it's like they have no desire mm. to enter into mm. the rest that God has for them. They have, they have no desire to have victory. They have no desire to abound. Mm. And uh, it's and to me, as you just said, to me, it's the ultimate description of mm. ungratitude. Sure. Um, I was reading a book this morning and uh, in, in my studying and it talked about, it was using an illustration of a ship. Mm. And here you have a man out here on the lake and he is, he's drowning, he can't paddle, he can't go anywhere. Mm. And uh, the canoe is sinking mm. uh, in, 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 the, in the lake. And the boat pulls alongside of him and says, hey, we can welcome you up into our boat. Mm. And, and, and so the guy comes up into the boat mm. and the captain brings him up there and he says, now, uh, now that you're on the boat, you're, you're secure, you're not gonna sink, everything's okay. Mm. Now what we'd like you to do is we'd like you to work down in the kitchen <laughs> and, uh, and we'd like you to sweep these floors. Can you imagine somebody saying no? Mm -hmm. I so mean, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you would, the, the audacity of somebody who has just been saved from death mm. to say no to service. Mm. And, uh, and, and yet that's what so many of Christians do. Mm. They have been saved from drowning. They have been saved. They've been given eternal life. Mm. And then God says, I want you to serve me. Mm. Oh, no, I, I don't want to serve you. And, and they, will, they will sit on the ship of salvation mm. while everybody else does the work. Mm. And, and it just, I tell you, Pastor Paul, it just grieves me mm. uh, when, when I see uh, Christianity in that fashion. And, sure. and so, Pastor Paul, I just want to thank you uh, for the testimony you have been to me through these years. Um, I came to Uganda as a missionary uh, to teach people, and yet you have taught me so much of what it means to have a heart for God and uh, to have a heart for, for serving. And, uh, and, and I just want to thank you so much for your testimony and uh, for your love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we're going to stop there and uh, we're going to come back in our next podcast and uh, continue uh, this interview because I would like to talk to you about uh, what Pastor Paul is, what his future plans are and what, what he's doing now, what he wants to accomplish uh, for the Lord now. And I believe you're going to be very excited about how God is using uh, Pastor Paul in the ministry. And so don't forget, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Uh, always abound, always look for something more to do for the Lord. His coming is very near. I believe that Jesus Christ is coming soon, and uh, there's no doubt about that. And uh, we should be doing everything within our ability, uh, the God-given ability He's given us. We ought to be doing everything to abound. What more can I do? Not less, what more can I do for the gospel of Jesus Christ? And so we're going to stop there, but thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And I would encourage you to, uh, wherever podcasts are broadcast from, uh, just type in there, uh, 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 Always Abounding, uh, Brother Keith Stensis, and uh, it will bring you right to our podcast. And uh, you'll have the opportunity of listening to not only this one, but even previous podcasts uh, that uh, encourage you to always abound in the work of the Lord. God bless you so much. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again on this same podcast next week. We want to thank you for listening today. 
We trust that this podcast was an encouragement to you to always abound in the work of the Lord. For more information about your host or simply contact us, visit kstensisfamily.com.